Cynical. My name is Daryl. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Jameen. <laughs> um, no, yeah. we did not take gummies this morning. We took, We're just uh, naturally. We told that story. I, I don't know how early on about how my name. How I've have difficulty translating my own name to people. Oh yeah. And uh, I was I was driving home the other day, and this woman I I've interacted with at the bank. We I feel like we have a pretty good like rat a tat rapport with each other. We're <laughs> like busting each other's chops. Mm-hmm. And I haven't seen her in a while. And she drove by in this like 2021 Bronco. That's like I I'll reserve my opinions of what that that car looks like. But mm-hmm. she she was feeling herself like really hard. Uh-huh. She had the window down, sunglasses on. She goes, Hey, Daryl. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, almost you almost just for the record folks almost cool it's darren it's almost (laughs) yeah yeah um shit dude i guess i i guess i'm just gonna go right into it yeah go ahead um i'm trying to collect my thoughts and and see where to start with this so a few days ago i actually i ran into you and Lacey in the in the parking lot and (laughs) (laughs) booch break (laughs) i didn't realize how great this is a great ad for road microphones it really is yeah i've 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 received a few uh comments on how uh how full we can hear jamie's uh bodily functions (laughs) is that right (laughs) why aren't they messaging me well you know it's just for me (laughs) um yeah so i saw jamie and lacy in the parking lot and i was upset and I said, I feel I, I'm upset because I thought I'd risen to a certain level where um, the thing that affected me, I thought wouldn't affect me anymore, which is naive and, and or at least maybe having more awareness or whatever. Like there's some progress, like there's something, there's a level of awareness that maybe wasn't there before, but it was upsetting because something trivial or something that's upset me for a long time had the same impact and it just knocked me off my, my track. And, and I was just like, my, my pivot was off for that full day and into the next day where somebody said something shitty online, which, you know, for a while I just went like turned off comments. I was like, I'm not going to receive any of this energy. And then I, you know, I came out of my cave a little bit and looked around and so it looks kind of safe. People seem to be being nice. And so Mm -hmm. I, I would take, I would open comments on one photo and then maybe another. Mm -hmm. And then, you know, what I've been doing recently and lately is just comments are on. So people have full reign back again to say whatever they want. And it happened. Somebody said something shitty. And the thing was, um, the comment itself wasn't like, it wasn't, it didn't hit like, it didn't like, well, like, Oh yeah, you know what button to hit. It was, it was something seemingly innocuous, but it was the more of the intention was the thing that got me was that idea still that upsets me is that somebody would take their time out of their day to yeah. be like, I'm going to say something <clears throat> shitty to this person. I'm going to upset this person. And that's all without considering what their situation is. And so for me, it's just like, I, I understand that I'm, I get in bad moods. I get in shitty moods and I just take it out on Jamie. I don't take it out on people <laughs> on the internet. <laughs> I don't take it out on strangers. Everybody or, needs one. Or people who, you know, are just contributing creation to the world. Like, yeah, I, mm-hmm. I mean, I, I do obviously vent my shittiness on people and I have relationships with those people where I can hopefully work it out and start yeah. a podcast and we can talk about it on a podcast. But <laughs> to just do it to somebody who, first of all, there's like two, two levels where the strangers, complete strangers, people who have never met me, don't know anything about me other than the information I give them. They say shitty things to me. This was somebody in town, somebody 
somebody who I know, somebody who I've met, somebody who I've interacted with face to face. So it took on a whole nother level of, of, of just hurt where I thought just that, like that, that, that level of, of, of um cowardice to not right. to come say it to my face like you right. know when i joked a few episodes back about like setting up a little that psychiatric charlie brown stand yeah. where i just sit in the field and say come say it because people yeah. in town there's there's a contingency of people who don't like me and mm-hmm. i can and i can guess why and i i could i could you know hypothesize why but i'd rather just know and so then maybe we can address it maybe we can like work it out maybe i'm not actually the the thing that you think I represent or whatever. It just feels like there's just a lot that's unsaid and, and you stay on your side and you have your opinions and I stay on my side. And that's just in a greater sense of like how nothing gets worked out. And the fact that you guys have interacted, I imagine also is a contributor to this because the random person on Instagram choosing to characterize you one way or another is it, it still ends up hurting you and and you've been very vocal about that and 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 as much as I don't wish that for you I think it's also says a lot about you and your relationship to people that you're interacting with in any medium through your art through social media whatever it may be but I think when things like this happen for me I I I think about god were they always thinking that like when I was harvesting tomatoes or whatever it was you guys are doing, (laughs) you know, what, what did this go that far back? Has this always been a thing? And now they're just hurling. All right. So yeah, I'll give context. I thought you were giving some, uh, some random analogy that happened to (laughs) actually, but you (laughs) obviously know some context. I remember. Yeah. Yeah. So, so the person that, uh, and obviously I'm trying to be sensitive around anonymity and not going to like disclose any identities here. It's just more of kind of people, these people kind of just represent figures in this story, archetypes of, of how this kind of story could play out in a million different ways. But the person who made the comment, I checked the, the, their Instagram handle and was like, wait a second, I recognize this name. I'm pretty sure this is the person that I, that I went in, in town here. There's a, a local place that, uh, serves food, but they, and they serve the food of a lot of the food that they serve, they grow themselves on a farm and you can go as a person, a non-farmer as a pedestrian, you can go and, um, harvest with them. And, and, and if you spend the morning out in the farm and you farm, and then you essentially leave with a box of food. And we were in a time, this was, this was close to four years ago where money was tight and, and getting a free box of vegetables was, was vital. It was yeah. like, this is I'll I'll gladly tr- trade an hour and a half, two hours of my time to walk home with like a week's worth of food. And, um, wow. I'm just like kind of really reflecting on like that being a time where that was something that like, okay, I'm going to trade my time for food. Right. And, and yeah, it's, it's pretty humbling. Um, I still see you that way. I mean, I obviously things are much different, Yeah, but I still see that, that as your, I mean, I, I mention it almost every time that I talk about you. If people haven't heard of the podcast, uh, first of all, I'm like, where have you been? And then, no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> no. Um, when people haven't heard of it, I'll say, oh yeah. And I, it's, I do it with this guy, this artist. And I always mention your, your beginnings mm. and that just came out of nothing. And that you moved to this area and you grew this thing over time while working a minimum wage job. And that's something that most people can relate to. And if they can't relate to it, it's for a reason that they've never had to 
necessarily work that hard to get something. Sure. So it's even more impressive or yeah. equally as. So it's a, it's, it's one of those things that looking back at your life and that you were doing that and that wasn't that long ago, it says a lot. And what it can say to the listener is that that can be you. You can be looking back in four years and going like, I don't have to, I don't have to use my time to get a box of vegetables, which is a vital thing for the table. Like you can creatively express yourself and build something monumental. And I think that it is, I mean, we're, we're on the corner yesterday and like this, whatever, an Escalade or something (laughs) pulled up. Like a governmental vehicle. (laughs) Yeah. It was like brand new. And, and, uh, and you're talking to this guy and his girlfriend, then you call me over and it was like, Hey, Hey, like, he's like, and I, I recognize you from the podcast or something like that from Darren's Instagram. And it turned out to be this director of, I think films that we talked about in here. Yeah, we, we talked about Lazar. Yeah, Lazar, Bob Lazar. By, by way of me saying that, I Jeremy had, uh, connections with Joe Rogan. Right, exactly. <laughs> yeah. So Jer- the guy who pulled up yesterday is the guy who took Darren's art to Joe Rogan when he was on the show. And he's a big UFO guy and he's like really enthusiastic. And, you know, that little reality there you know, that, that situation, it's all just, this is all homegrown situation, right? You know? Yeah. It's all like just completely possible really for any of us, you know, to be able to use what's happened in your life, use your creativity. And in a short amount of time, you know, have people wanting to take your stuff to Joe Rogan's place or whatever that people, is. People who want to just be mean to you for no yeah, reason. Right, so, right. Yeah. Right. Get that yeah. as well. That's, well, you know, it's double edge. It is. And I have to say, I wonder if this is congruent, if it's like the level of success that you've been able to have, the um, the goodness that your life is, this one little infraction, I know how much it hurts, but I wonder if it's a congruent hurt to how the rest of everything else is going. Well, I mean, it feels like uh, I was listening to a podcast, <laughs> um, Dolly Parton's America. It's made by Jad Appleroff, Jad Appleram from um, Radiolab. <clears throat> he did this huh. side project called Dolly Parton's America. And it's a whole podcast about Dolly Parton. And I don't didn't know Amazing. anything about her. So it's really interesting. Yeah. <clears throat> there's a, there's a score, there's a test and that, that kind of, they gauge people's popularity and people's, um, favor in mm-hmm. the country or in the world. And I forget, how, I don't know how they scale it, but it's a whole list of metrics that basically end, end you up with a score okay. where it says on this scale, you haven't had any scandals. You're, you know, you're really well liked across the board. Yeah. Just a kind of a way of like, almost like a purity test in the yeah. eyes of people who don't actually know you. Mm-hmm. And so Dolly Parton's really, really high on the scale on the scale. Right. Someone like Beyonce is actually really quite low because huh. there's, because uh, despite, black. well, yeah, pro- probably, yeah. but also even just despite her um, popularity amongst the, the beehive right. people who, who would live and die for her. There are people who just find some reason to find right. her objectionable, objectionable because people like her maybe, yeah. or like, it's just this, like, it is kind of this kind of equanimity of, of hate and love where yeah. no one no one is truly 100% loved. And right. that's, that's a place that I, str- or kind of need to be or strive to be where it, it, 
if I find out that somebody doesn't like me, I want to find them in yeah. person and say, and shake them be like, right. tell me, tell me why you don't like me. Let's work it out. Yeah. And I don't, and don't leave. I don't, you can leave still not liking me, but I need to hear the reasons and yeah. because maybe it's something that I'm doing that I'm not aware of. Like right. let's bring awareness to this whole situation and, and try and find some, instead of just like, Oh, that person doesn't like me. Well, fuck you. So, right. so with this dude who, who commented and, and I traced it back and I was like, man, I fucking like, I went, it was toiling in the field with this dude. And I don't want to give myself too much credit because this is what we get into here of the, <laughs> the nuance of, of language that I used improperly. But within the, within the comment feed, <clears throat> when he made his comment, I commented under it and said, Hey, Hey, we farmed together. And I had a really good time. Like we did, we had a great conversation. He's a super fucking smart kid. He's, he's young. He, he was probably like 19 or 20 when I met him mm. and he was really intelligent and I really enjoyed our conversation. And so I said, Hey, man, I farmed with you. I had a really good time. I hope you're well. And, and that approach being the kill him with kindness. Like I, yeah. he said something shitty. I could have said something shitty. He could have said, and it just would have went on forever. So hopefully like, Hey man, here's, here's a kind thing that I can yeah. generate genuinely say about you and, and show to you that I, that I have no ill will towards you. Cause why would I, we just spent the day picking cherry tomatoes and yeah. it was nice. And I, it, that was it. And so then he, he wrote back, um, I said, I farmed with you. And he said, uh, volunteer harvesting is not farming. <laughs> and again, I'm like, okay, I understand you're still right. upset. Why? Like my one comment didn't just completely make you you know, feel better about me. Yeah. So I said, you're absolutely right. I'm so sorry. I, uh -huh. I'm so, we're so grateful. The fact that you bring us food uh -huh. and, uh, and it kind of ended there. And, and then I, uh, I told you guys that I was like, I want to, oh, and I DM'd him and said, Hey man, I, uh, there's obviously something you, you need to say to me that you haven't been able to say. I'd love, you know, I think it'd be the most regenerative. I'm using like vocabulary I never use because mm -hmm. I'm trying to be just more like just at peace and say like, Hey, let's not, let's not stoke this fire. Let's find a place where we can find some, some, you know, common ground. And so I said, you know, I think it would be most regenerative if we were able to speak in person or, mm -hmm. you know, whatever's comfortable for you to talk about this. And as I sent that, you know, up top, it gives you the little information and it shows that he doesn't follow me. So uh, then I go, Oh, this dude went out of his way to just mm -hmm. go to my account to yeah. say this shitty thing. Right. Like that's a whole nother level of, of, of way, the way that upsets me it to is. say like, you had to make effort to do this. Yeah. It's small, but it's, it's, it's still substantial. Yeah. You had to go take time to go and find me. Yeah. Yeah. You know, that would hurt extra. Yeah. So I'm then sure. I'm just like, I'm really like, I'm obsessing over it and mm -hmm. it's in my head and, and, and then I'm fantasizing about like finding this dude and, and not like, you know, when you say like that energy of like, I'm going to find this fucking I'm gonna dude. Fucking I'm going <laughs> to kind you to death. <laughs> I'm going to fucking kind of talk to this guy <laughs> rationally. Yeah. And so I'm driving daily to school one morning and I'm driving by the farm that he works that I, that I <clears throat> volunteer harvested in. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, and I, and I, and I'm like, he's told, I can't see him, but I'm like, I'm, I'm positive he's down there. And I'm playing this whole scenario out in my head of going out there and talking to him. And it would be a long fucking walk from the parking lot all the way through the farm. And he'd yeah. see me coming. And, and I'd love you to take on this, this part. Cause we talked about when Jamie and I came back from the photo shoot, Jamie gave me a reflection of something that I haven't really heard before. And then I, I brought it up with Viana and I was like, yeah, totally. Where I'm hmm. just like so blatantly unaware of my, my presence yeah, right. of my, the, the, the depth of my, the, the base of my voice, how tall I am. I forget, right. I forget how tall I am. So Jamie's, we, I was pumping gas when we were coming back from the photo shoot and Jamie said he observed a scenario. Yeah. I, I watched a guy <laughs> that looked like he was a sort of a, a bigger guy. Like, I mean, he would, he had a sort of menacing figure a bit and, 
I mean, yeah, he just had the opposite stature of mine. And, and, uh, I saw him walk in to Chevron. And then when he came out, he heard Darren's voice and almost kind of like, I watched this person who I perceived to be like really tough and kind of like, I don't know. And that's all my mental projection of him, but still I watched him kind of cower a little bit. I watched his energy change by walking by Darren and Darren was talking and Darren has this. And a lot of times people can't tell the difference between our voices on the show, but I'm Jamie. I'm Darren. (laughs) Yeah. But, uh, I, I just, I've been hearing and mostly because of this book sort of introducing things to me that were long, just concept and kind of like things that I can intellectually wrap my head around. One of them is just we're communicating all the time beyond what we're our language. Mm -hmm. And I was looking at Darren and I saw this thing happen with the guy kind of like shifting his energy a bit. And I was like, you know, you're like, your voice is so it's, it's a powerful voice. It's very strong. When you're in proximity to it, it's like resounding. It's always kind of in the same zone. And, and I noticed how tall he was also. And I was thinking about this truck that he has, the forerunner and all of it together. I was going like, this makes sense why he's been able to avoid fights (laughs) (laughs) because there's something. And I know you don't see yourself that way, but it, it, you know, when you're around you, like it, it feels like you, you emanate this sort of like, and I know it's something you're not necessarily moving towards purposefully, but like this, like, it's just a man. It's just like, so it, funny. Yeah, just it feels that way. Feel that way. I know. Right. And, and I, I don't think that you're in touch with that. And that's somebody who like people need to hate that person. Yeah. And that's what I think. I think that this, this fellow at the farm, just he, he, you're an easy target for him to be able to channel his frustration of like, yeah, I'm this age, I'm working on the farm I'm watching you come in a few years ago, you're working for the same vegetables that I'm working mm-hmm. for. And now you're got that new forerunner or whatever. And like, you know, and he's yeah, going out I, of his I, way. I know like intellectually, I understand that yeah. but to, to get to a point of like, uh, to be like, I accept the fact that I am a channel for people's rage and right. frustration is still, is still hard for me. But. You don't have to accept it as far as welcoming it. <laughs> I think that what, what you might want to do as a suggestion is like not welcome that, but welcome it as a possibility and just, you well, know, it's an acceptance. Yeah, it yeah. is because, you know, this, uh, this person, his issue is it predates you coming into town Mm -hmm. and it's based in most likely his circumstances every day being really probably tough and then seeing someone potentially in their mind, having it easier, not knowing that you've moved into yes, a life that a lot of people would probably want, Mm -hmm. but they don't know what comes along with it. And, and they also think that it just handed to you and it really karmically, And just let's just talk about cause and effect. All of what you've done in your life has led you to here. It's not like it was handed to you at all. And it is who you are that's built into what you do. Yeah. And, and that, that has yielded the life that you're in. And 
you know, I, I, we've talked about on the show before, like I used to try and be for everybody. And then I, somebody said, you're not for everybody, man, stop trying. And I, and I did, and it was really hard for me to work with because I like you would pursue someone to convince them or at least try and work it out. And some people just need that enemy. They need it more than they need to resolve. And that's their deal. And like, there's nothing you can do about that. And oh, I can try. Yeah, I know. Yeah, <laughs> totally. And, and part, and, and part B to this is the Tibetans talk about, and I really love this and it's changed my life. And it's something that I live by is that pure motivation in life is everything. Mm-hmm. You are not being gracious in that moment. You are not pursuing him to work it out because that's what you would do naturally. You're doing it in that moment, most likely to not have conflict Mm -hmm. at your core. You're wanting to resolve conflict, but you may not do this if you weren't subjected to it, like somehow publicly. Mm -hmm. And so the motivation, people can feel it. People can feel that you're, Within this scenario, uh, what I would present is that, that if you have feel a certain way on the inside and you take an action that doesn't mimic that necessarily, and I'm not saying that you don't care about this person and you don't care about his opinion. You wouldn't want to, if there is something that you've done wrong, work it out, but that killing with kindness thing, you've started out perfectly by, by putting it into practice. And now you're seeing it needs this foundation of actually like feeling that way. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know? for sure. Yeah, for sure. No, I do feel like I'm kind of, I'm, I'm putting up a front of, 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 of like of, of being elevated to a point where like these things don't affect me. And I'm trying to not basically not show my cards because yeah. it's also that format, the, 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 the communicative, the communication format of, of, te- of threads oh, yeah. of a fucking of, of oh, yeah. common thread. Totally. So the nuance is all lost. Tone is all lost and all that stuff. And so I found like, all right, well, what's the easiest way to just, to just douse this fire? Yeah. Just say something something nice. Just right. say something nice. And and whether it is like behind here, I'm fucking biting my right. tongue and I want to say some shit to you. So yeah, I understand that completely where you're saying where like, that's not actually living in that feeling. Yeah. It is just like, the, I'm sure the Tibetans a thousand years ago weren't <laughs> being like, maybe someday there'll be photo threads and there'll be people <laughs> no, who are fucking totally. mean to each other through there. So um, it is like a level of adaptation around the very contemporary nature of that. I do yeah. understand that completely. And so where this brings yeah. us is, is, um, we, I had, I played out that scenario in my head and Jamie got all excited, like, oh man, if you big, tall Darren went trousing through that fucking, through that farm <laughs> yeah. up to him, he would have been shaking in his, all these things where like, again, I was just like, oh shit. I didn't envision that part. Like I right. envisioned me t- shaking Darren, nervous, shaking Darren, walking through the field, like yeah. voice breaking, trying to talk to this I believe person. it. And so, um, yeah, a day or so went by and, uh, yesterday came and, uh, I was driving to pick up, I was leaving the studio and I was driving to pick up Daylu at the at this at school mm-hmm. and sure enough homie drives by me passes by me going the opposite direction i hang a fucking u-turn like you've never seen before like <laughs> running over curbs mm-hmm. and, and pursue him and i lost him by a couple cars and i'm like oh shit where did he go and i pass this church that's just down the road from me and he's in the parking lot and i pass him i drive by him and i see him in there and he's doing doing something in the truck and i'm like okay here's the opportunity and i got 
I kind of like got a little re- um, hesitation and I, and I drove past them and I was like, do you really want to do this? Is this, are you prepared for this? Who was asking that or who was answering it? But I said, yeah, let's, let's go do this. And so I, I hung another U-turn, came back around into the parking lot, pulled up right next to him, completely empty parking lot, him and I, I mean, it is a scene out of a fucking movie for sure. <laughs> and I like hit the roll oh, windows yeah, down. Right. And he's kind of like, he's still a little bit, he'd have to kind of turn, turn over or turn back a bit to see me. Yeah. I couldn't quite pull up far enough. He's rolling some Something that may or may not be legal in some states in California. <laughs> what? What's legal in California? <laughs> totally legal. Was he rolling he was heroin? <laughs> <laughs> a little heroin cigarette. Um, and so uh, I think I obviously caught him <laughs> by surprise mm. and I, he didn't want to like, he didn't know it was me, but he was like, didn't want to acknowledge the fact that somebody just pulled up next to him right. in an otherwise empty parking lot. And I was like, Hey, and I'm <laughs> shit. <laughs> yeah. His name's whatever fuck it yeah. um it's stuff i like this is <laughs> i want to yeah. this is like i'm talking about this in a way that i would talk to everybody yeah, obviously exactly. like this is something that is obviously means a lot to me and yeah. something that i want to fucking straighten out as much as possible and so yeah there and i and i he's like hey man and and I don't know, obviously what he was thinking when he saw me, if there was any, like he seemed, he's like a cool dude. He seemed like very level and and calm. He didn't seem too thrown by, by my sudden appearance next to him. Mm. And, uh, and I was just like, Hey man, I just wanted to, you know, we obviously had something online. I wanted to give you the opportunity to kind of, you know, voice anything that you you weren't able to say. And he's like, Oh, thanks man. I appreciate that. And I just said, you know, stuff gets said and, and online and I, you know, I want to give you the opportunity. And he said that, uh, he was like, well, I'm on my way to, to go pick up some, some compost. And, uh, so I, I, I respectfully decline your invitation to talk about this right mm-hmm. now. And I was like, oh yeah, that's fine, man. I was like, I don't want to, I don't want to keep you, keep you too long. And he was like, but I did, I, he's like, I did think it was kind of fucked up what you did with, and I'll just leave this out mm-hmm. the name of it, this blah, blah, blah. <laughs> and the blah, blah, blah is a meme account, uh, that's mocking another meme account in in town that oh, this wow. meme account is popular amongst the locals. This meme, the meme account that, that is being mocked is something that people like really resonate with because it speaks on the tropes, the stereotypes, the, all the things that, that some might see as the ills of, of uh, a town where people have kind of flooded in yeah. and, and taken advantage of it. And, and as, as, put it as uh, use it as social currency of like you, whether you're visiting here or whether you live here, you're using it to your advantage. You're yeah. taking advantage of the fact that this is like a, a cool, small, you know, progressive little unique place. Yeah. And so for the people who have were born here and the people who, who live here, there's been a level of gentrification that's come in and dr- risen, you know, drove up housing prices and, and pushed out, you know, just the way things happen that way, where right. when something becomes popular, people who come from out of town come in and, and kind of ruin it. I like the meme account. The one, the one that you're talking about, the originator, and then the one he's talking about is one that got created to make fun of that one. And he thought you were behind it. Yeah. So he goes, that was kind of fucked up what you did with blah, blah, blah. And I was like, well, what do you mean? And then in my mind, I'm like, wait, what did I do with them? And he goes, he goes, you know, he goes, come on, dude, you know what I'm talking about? I'm like, no, what are you talking about? I said, like, you made it. And I, and I mean, my, my fucking heart never sunk so fast into mm. something where I thought, what? Like I'm being attributed for this account. And this account has at last count 12 followers. And <laughs> I happen to be one of the first two followers when it came out because 
the original this is so the, funny the this original meme, meme yeah, made so, fun of you made fun of me a couple of times and whether or not like he was like i'm making fun of darren or if, if i'm making fun of the darren archetype who's an artist but yeah early on when i first moved here and i was getting my you know kind of my name out as an artist and 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 people i was becoming popular at least in ohio mm-hmm. he took he made and and <laughs> i hate that i don't find it funny i hate <laughs> i hate that i that i get upset about it like all these things like i recognize my insecurity and my my inability to take a joke. Um, he mm. took one of my pieces and it got it got added into an Ojai starter pack. So it was my <laughs> art. It was one of Sam Roberts' hats. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, oh God. Like I mean that's amazing. Look at the company you're in. <laughs> John Dennis? <laughs> yeah, but and it's it's like it's you're a, being made fun of it among like who I feel like are some of the greats of period. Like it, it all right. So good then people. what's then what like what is the joke there? Like what the is joke the joke is that it's not us. <laughs> the joke is that. The joke is it's not us and we have to find a way to make that okay. And that's what it is. They're making fun of you because it's not them. And and they need a channel to frustrate to get the rage out of watching people come into this town and make a name of themselves when they're still toiling around. Yeah. And I think that's what it is. And they made fun. I, I mean, I can't prove that this. Well, that's the thing. Fun you go, except for that one, that one directly. There's been one yeah. where I'm, I'm like, wait a second. I'm pretty, <laughs> you know, like you're fucking looking out with a magnifying glass. Like this must be me. And that's weird. Cause then you associate and you go, oh, this must be me. Like, yeah. He's making fun of. I did a post one day with, and it was like me and uh, some Tibetan monks. And it was from like 2016. Yeah. And I, I posted it recently. I forget what it was, but like that same day on that account, like somebody said, like, uh, like did some reference to the Dalai Lama and then psychedelics. Mm-hmm. And it was like so blatant yeah. and it was on the same day that I was like, well, either this is just strange, which could be yeah. <laughs> in my life. It could be, or they're making fun of me. And I, I got it. Like, I mean, I got it because I, I, I know what it's like to be, I mean, we're seeing, we're watching these documentaries. We watch feels good, man. We're seeing like this contingency of people who, who professionally make fun of people and, and, and make people feel bad on the internet. And it's them channeling their rage from being made fun of their whole lives. You know, most of them. And I'm not saying this about homeboy that you're talking about. I don't know him from anything and I'm not going to, I won't do him the disservice of trying to psychoanalyze somebody I haven't met, but I, I understand it. And for the first time in my life, I get it. I get that we just, if we're going to continue to do our thing and if we're going to put ourselves out there, we got to be able to be made fun of. No, absolutely. Not. <laughs> so I became one of two followers of this meme account because, because in my petty way of like this dude's being petty or, or childish or all, I basically all the way, the length, the love languages I speak. And so it's also like, I'm seeing myself in this dude. Like I wouldn't have right. taken it that far and created a whole meme thing. But if I was from Ohio and motherfuckers came in here and we're being all arty and spiritual right. shit like right. hell fucking yeah right. would make exactly. fun of them right but the fact that i was then the butt of it i'm like well and some a friend of mine brought the i don't even know how i came how i came across the other the alternate meme account that's making fun of this account but i was like fuck yeah i'm riding with this dude like this dude's making fun of the dude who's making right. fun of me my enemy's enemy is my friend so like and they thought most likely because you're somebody who has the largest public profile <laughs> And you're following this thing. Yeah. 
there like was a like small number, a small that number that it, yeah, yeah. Which like the detective work on that is some plot. There's some holes in there to be like, <laughs> yeah, yeah sure. really? Yeah. That's where the line was drawn that, that quickly. Like, first of I, all, the aesthetic here is terrible. Thank you. Well, I'm getting to all these things. Like the affront to my design sensibility within this meme account was like, how dare you attribute me to this? And so when <laughs> I'm, I'm going to, I'm going to beep his name. Cause yeah. I got to stop. I can't, right. it's not fair. Okay, cool. So I can just see, say it and I'll hit fix it in yeah. post. Okay. <laughs> it's yeah. also, by the way, the, one of the coolest fucking names. Yeah. Uh, he, uh, he was like, he goes, yeah, he goes, yeah, it's obvious that you made it. And I, and then, you know, again, my head is flush and I'm like, you know, I, this isn't, this is not a fair, accurate, uh, comparison, but I, I find, um, huge amount of fascination around, documentaries where or stories where um someone's been accused for a crime they haven't committed yeah. and they have to fucking yep. play out a jail sentence like the the mental anguish and like uh, i i obviously haven't experienced that and to try and compare this is not fair but just that like the the smallest percentage of like being accused of something you didn't do and that person being like no nope, you did yep. it. You yep. did it. Like, yep. and then just needing to fucking prove to this person is so frustrating. He goes, he goes, no, you did it. And I go, I don't even know how to make memes. And yeah. he goes, yeah, right, dude, you work on a computer. Like, and I go, right. no, no, no. Like, I don't know how to make memes. Like, yeah. yeah, I could put together, I could take a photo and put another photo and put words on it. But like to make a, like, it's a, such a language. It's such a, I'm giving the, uh, way too much credit by using this word, but it's such an art form yeah. to like, to do that. Yeah. And, and to do it well. To, yeah. Well, to do it well for one, but then there's also like a thing called shit posting. I don't know if you're familiar with that. It's where you're like creating something purposefully like shitty, uh -huh. like the dudes who, oh, there's another podcast in town of guys who may uh -huh. or may not like us, may yeah. or may not find us objectionable. All right. They do shit posting on their Instagram. And so it's just, it's a whole nother lane. It's just a weird side path. Yeah. We'll go down another, another day. Sure. But yeah, there's just like in that, like you said, in the feels good man, where you suddenly go like, Whoa, there's a whole community of people who have languages and, right. and things that they vernacular and all this stuff. That's the original like, meme one though, from what I understand from our mutual friends who have created that account, um, he, the guy behind it, and I met him, I was on a walk with Lacey and I, I stopped in front of his house and like, and I'd know oh, I'll be stopping thing. in front of his house very soon. <laughs> and, and we had a nice conversation and that was my first introduction. The guy drives by our place all the time. And if he looks out the window, he waves mm -hmm. and he makes fun of himself too. And yes, most of the time people like you and I are the butt of the joke, but I feel like, you know, for me to live here, it's a part of my thing to, to, to have come into this area and I'm trying to make the place better. I mean, I'm not trying to take away from it. I'm not trying to like say that it needs me mm -hmm. <laughs> at all, but like, I'm, I want to blend in here and just, and, and leave it better than I found it, yeah. you know? And, and you know, I don't have to go that far to do that. This is an ideal place to live. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but I've never wanted to stand out here as an LA or whatever. Well, yeah, person, for sure. And then that's the thing. So it gets into obviously like nuance of, of who you are and, and then you just get, which I feel like unfairly, I got lumped into the, the, you know, the, just the archetype of, of who's ruined. Oh, right. Like right. I live in a modest apartment. Like I didn't drive up. I'm not driving up I don't even know how that works. How you drive up housing prices. Like we moved here, we lived in a shitty place in Miners Oaks and then we moved to a slightly less shitty place in Miners Oaks. And then I moved to a even slightly, slightly less shitty place in Ojai. Like mm -hmm. I'm not like, I, I feel like I keep, I stay within my bounds. Like yeah. I, I, well, if also the, for this guy to not believe you right yeah. at first says everything. 
So right then and there, if, if you were to say that to me, like, Oh, I didn't do that. I would believe you. Yeah. And not because we're friends, but I'm just like, I'm quicker to believe somebody that I don't have any background on. And so this person is bringing their long history of, of being lied to Mm -hmm. or possibly being lied to and then lying to other people and then just not trusting anybody when they say that they didn't do something. Yeah. That says a lot about somebody who's like, yeah, right, man. Like blowing off you saying I had nothing to do with this, you know, says that like they're coming into this with so much baggage that predates. For sure. For sure. Yeah, absolutely. So we can start to, we can start to take it apart and see how little of you is in this. Right, right, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's true. But at the end of the day, it still is like his, my name might be in his mouth among circles. And like, I, I have a really hard time with that. Like, not that I understand kind of that people, not everyone's going to like me as much as I want it to be, but you can, you can not like me for whatever personal reason, but I, I, I really have a hard time with you not liking me because of something that's not actually sure. Sure. And so he said within that, when I was like, I don't even know how to make memes. And and he's like, yeah, whatever. And then, then we started to like, I I just was like, uh, I said, Hey man, like I can't have you drive away from this conversation without me like getting to a point where you, where you believe that I'm Mm. not the guy who created this fucking meme account. Mm -hmm. And he's like, all right, he goes, all right, I'll take your, you know, I'll take your, um, your word for it. And then we started to kind of like pick apart this meme account. Like, well then who is it? Like, and then not that it really matters, but it's like, it's, it, it's then, you know, he goes, well, he goes, the reason I is so fucked up is because this dude has been calling out. Um, I wish we could like, Mm -hmm name the, the original the, meme the account. original meme he's like he, he he's calling out like that dude's mom and he's like he doesn't know anything of like I, whatever like oh, there's wow. yeah and so and he goes and that's the type of shit that that gets your legs busted and i'm like okay then if right. there's threats of like if there's like a, some sense of this person needs to be hurt for what this person's saying yeah i definitely want to make make it fucking clear because yeah. i have a fucking family and i yeah. i i i'm like i'm a safe person like i'm not trying to fucking be in anyone's life or or fuck up anything or or be cruel to a level that somebody would want to break my legs. Like Mm -hmm. that is like the full stop. Like I just, I understand that's also talk. I I know it is, but it's like, no, I get that energy's there. Like, it's not like we're not going to do it, but we would like to say that to be like, he said something enough where he should have his fucking legs busted. Right. That is an energy. That is something that you're carrying. He's carrying around and he's carrying it in his pocket with him. And maybe he sees me and maybe they made that like throw a fucking rock through, like whatever, like it very likely won't rise to any of that stuff. But but the energy's there. The the anger is there. The the frustration is there. Right. And I cannot have that attributed to me. Right. It has nothing to fucking do. That with makes me. sense. I understand why you'd want to clear your name of that. Um. And so it just like it went from from being like okay, well, what it like what is and then we and then we got it. You know, we were like kind of like I was like well, you mu- you have to know who this dude is. Like you he he has he's in the Ohi circle because the stuff that he talks about the other meme account like he knows this the dude. make fun of meme account yeah. of the make fun of meme account. Yeah. <laughs> He knows this dude. Like, I don't know this dude. Right. Like you said, I don't know him. I, I again, same relationships. Right. You didn't know way. anything about a mother or anything. Like no. And, or family. like these, they're calling, he's calling his, this dude's past into the history. And I'm like, I don't have any information about this person at yeah. all. Yeah. I just, I was a, I was a petty fan because it was like, yeah, it was so fucking right. petty. And I'm so fucking regretful that I, that I even ever followed this person that it got me associated with this. Did thing. you take your thing off? 
the what? Did you stop following? I them? did. Yeah, yeah. Which I also was like, now it's going to be obvious right. that I'm him because I've unfought. Like you know, right. still thinking. I mean, dude, Jamie, I have been obsessing about Man. this. I was up like way later than I stay up normally last night, and then I finally got to a point where, funnily enough, when I before like my my nightcap for for entertainment at the night is watching comedians and cars because it's short and it's like always just puts me in a good mood. And there was an episode with Bob Einstein and he, I was like, Oh yeah, I forgot Bob. Like he died a few years ago. And then mm. I'm like, they're d- telling these stories to each other, regaling these long histories of careers. And then I'm like, and Bob's dead right now. Mm. Bob, it like, there's no way he carried something about somebody thinking about something up and like, so right. it gave me a sense of relief of like, dude, like he might've really? carried it up to the moment he died though. And that's the thing I want you to have relief around. Right. Right. Exactly. I don't want yeah. you to be there going like, why didn't they understand me? You know? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, like, it's really, really tough. Cause I thought I, I got a sense of relief from it right before I went to bed. And then I woke up this morning and was like, ah, fuck. It's like right here in my fucking face again. Because last, and then last night someone, uh, tagged the the account that they think is mine mm. went on one of my random photos like a really beautiful photo i took of myself which you know talk about putting yourself out there when you take like a selfie and you put it out there and then mm. people were like what do this fucking guy thinks he's whatever whatever mm. and i do it sparingly enough but i was selling a shirt and i wanted to like sex it up a bit so i like took a really sexy photo of myself if i do say my say so myself <laughs> and she this girl came in and just tagged the the account and i go and i just wrote why and she goes you know why and so then i go into her dm and I'm like, why? Please tell me why. And she goes, why did you make, why did you make a whole account making fun of so-and-so? Oh, man. That's so fucked up. You're a weirdo. I'm blocking you now. Peace. And I'm like, no, you can't leave yet. You didn't even give me a chance to fucking like to defend myself. And, and then if you looked at this person's profile, you'd be like, you would say to me, dude, relax. Like this right. person does not matter. But it well, really, I would like, say that about anybody. Honestly, at this point, I would say that about anybody because the, you know, we don't know anything about anyone and for them to have a bad day or a bad year or a bad five years, and then to pick out something that they heard in passing that you weren't there to be able to describe, it's just discounted. I yeah. just, I, I, I discounted. I know. As and a, I try and think of like, if this person, this random person went up to another random person and was like, Hey, do you know real fun? Wow. Created this meme account. Like I would hope them to be like, either who <laughs> right. or really he did that or I don't care like or that's not true like whatever like right. no one's going oh my god he did okay and then like to so and to someone else and like it spreads like it's yeah. so fucking trivial but it me but it it still has such a weight like it would be it would be it feels akin to if if the cops came and said we think you murdered somebody like it still has that that feeling of like I didn't do this. I think you, you just need to rely on your. Oh, you're about to say you just need to relax. And I was about to fucking jump <laughs> no. across this couch. <laughs> no, I wouldn't say that. But I do think that you need to rely on being genuine. Like through this, it's what happens is whenever I've been in situations similar to this, where it's just he said, she said, they said, like. <laughs> I, I'm, I, I go, well, I just have to be me. I have to be a hundred percent me in yeah. this situation. hundred percent meme. <laughs> <laughs> I just have to rely on my genuinity, like my, my genuineness in this moment. Like, and that's the thing that carries me through is like, fuck it. I guess people are saying things. 
or this is something that they don't want to talk to me about. Like I just have to remain genuine and, and poised. And I pray for that every day, honestly, like in the morning I say like, I am poised. I am patient. I say all these, I am things rather than going like, will you please Mm -hmm. do this? You know, I go, I am this, you know, I'm, I'm all those things. And, and, and genuineness has always won for me. It's just always, it's always been the thing where you show up and you don't try and create anything that you think will fit the moment because then you're creating a construct that you're having to monitor all the doors and all the ins and outs of, Yeah, you know, and you're having to keep up something that is not you, you know, through all of this, you're having to defend something you didn't do and you're, you're because it's really difficult for you to to sit with the fact that people in this town could not like you to uh and and to to not like you so far as to write you off or even wish harm on you i totally understand how that would sting and and how bad that would feel and i've never really thought that i had a way of being able to fix things like that like on my own other than being genuine mm-hmm. and with enough consistency of being genuine like day after day all they can rely on is what they've seen and what they've experienced directly in the end like not you know they can come up with all these side ideas and all that stuff but that has nothing to do with you being you and so you just consistently being you and not putting on the hat of the guy who's negotiating you know your your public image back you know like i i just think that as much as as effort as you're putting into it says who you are says that you care says you don't want to be misunderstood at a time where there's so much misunderstanding and it's all coming to a head Mm -hmm. just in the country period, you know, why what's been going on? (laughs) I don't know. We live in Ohio. We're (laughs) sheltered. (laughs) No, but that's, that's incredibly difficult. And I just think that what we all have to do in the end is just when the accusations fly, when things are being said about you, like I, I, oddly enough, you said that thing about wrongfully accused and the only film that I ever scored from start to finish is this film called crime after crime. And it's a documentary about a woman who was wrongfully incarcerated for 20 years for killing her, um, her, her abuser. Mm-hmm. And, uh, she's from, uh, South central and she got thrown in prison after her, uh, her boyfriend and pimp who had been beating her for years, uh, wound up dead and it's this elaborate story and uh so moving now here she is doing time becoming this novel citizen having a in in some ways being able to accomplish things from the inside that she couldn't on the outside becomes like this mentor to people is helping other people get their high school education. Didn't know uh, fully how to read when she went into prison, learned how to do all this, started teaching other people. Her genuineness carried her through all of these, these uh, attempts 
to get her out and to prove her innocence, she had to just remain genuine and keep showing up. And I won't say what happens in the film, but it is one that's worth a look. And it went to Sundance and Oprah bought it and ended up on her Oprah Winfrey network. Uh, that's great. But what's going to happen to me? <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Well, you being genuine throughout it, what I've seen is that this genuineness allowed her to have a life while the world on the outside of this issue is falling to right, shit. Right. Well, yeah. And I also feel like just, I think we talked about it last week where I've talked about moments in your life where you're like, this is the worst. Uh, this is going to be the way it is forever. Yeah. Things are so hard where like I, just, you know, picked my tattoo till it's scarred that level of anxiety, yeah. which is right around tax time, mm-hmm. right? We're, we're in the time we're in right now. Yeah. And, and then, you know, to now just be like, that's the most distant memory. Like I obviously right. I trust that in, you know, through about three years, it'll probably take me to get over this. And about three years, it'll just be a distant, <laughs> distant memory. Yeah. yeah. And you know, what's so funny on that when we were speculating as to like, well, who is this person? Who's right. the one who created it? And I said, well, you must know. And then I asked you, or before that I said, um, you know, I was like, I understand like you're from here. Like, I was like, what do you, like, what do you got to do to, to, to transcend that? Like, you're the new person here. Like, I was like, I've been living here for four years. I, I have a, like I had, my kid was born here. I have a, I have a business here. I started mm-hmm. and all these things. Right. Like, like, what do I got to do? And he's like, oh, I don't know, maybe like 15 years. And I'm like, okay, fine. He I'll actually just, said that? Yeah. And then when we were talking about, I uh-huh. said, who is this person? Who is this uh, other person? And he's like, oh, I don't know, maybe somebody that's been living here for like five years. Right. <laughs> All right. So we're just shooting in the dark here. Like, right. who is the original, who is the original? Like, yeah, if you're, you know, uh, hmm. it's just that, that idea. There's like a lot of fierceness around people who are born here. And, you know. What if all this is a simulation? <laughs> God, it's, it's a terrible one. We need to reprogram. <laughs> did you watch the thing button. I sent you? I did. Yeah. I, obviously I couldn't keep up with it as I think it's meant to be where they right. cut from it. But then yeah. the, the subtitles don't go along with, I thought it was going to be a transcription of what I was supposed to be yeah. reading on the YouTube thing. It was the thing that all it gets flashes at the end, that's it? but yeah, that's oh, the long okay. thing. Yeah. So anyway, it's just duck sauce is the, the name of the group, I think. And I forget what the name of the song is, but uh, let's see. I got to find it. <laughs> um, anyway, so it's this uh, friend of mine, Christopher Knoxon, sent this video. Duck sauce mesmerize is the name of the song. And it's a four minute song. And I really... Um, I suggest you watch it because it, it, it added another layer to what is this life? Could we all be in? And I'm sure I've heard the simulation thing for a long time that we're all in some simulation potentially. And that's kind of like been like, well, that's just another way of saying we're in phenomena right now that really isn't here. It's a Buddhist principle of like, this is all emptiness taking form momentarily. And so that it's simulation sort of based but this is a whole other level and it, it presents the idea that potentially in the future in 500 years, computers are going to be so, so intelligent that they could create a life like this that we're living in and that we could all be in a simulation right now thinking it's 2021. Um, and when you think about that and you mix it with like, in my life, all these synchronicities and stuff, I go like, Oh, is that a glitch in the system? I'm starting to see the connectivity within it. You know, is this a simulation that I'm in, which would mean that they either, all of us are hooked up to like in the matrix, just hooked up to machines and being fed some simulation or, 
or is it just me and like, and or is it just you and I'm in your, th- I don't know. I don't know. But anyway, it, it opened up my mind to the possibility, uh, uh, yet another possibility. And if so, would this be a thing to get yourself wrapped up in within a simulation? <laughs> you know, this, the scenario that you're in. I don't, I understand you, you, we've only been talking about it for 50 minutes and you don't <laughs> want to talk about it anymore, but I feel a little truncated on like, I haven't reached a resolve in this, within <laughs> okay. this. And yeah. I, and, and I understand I'm taking up a lot of space and it's, it's, no, it's like, fine. it's just, I don't know what, like, I, I guess maybe I would feel, um, it would feel helpful if there was just some like punctuation on this. Mm. Cause I'm, I mean, I'm, I'm bare, I'm not present at all. Like I'm not, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm really worked up about this and it's ridiculous. Has it thrown off anything in your, are you meditating still? Yeah. Yeah. I meditated this morning. How was it? It's distracting. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I mean, it was, it's, um, it was helpful because, you know, you come out of it with a sense of kind of lightness and there's like some air there, there's some space, but then it's, you know, it surely creeps up closer and I'm not doing like, yeah, I'm certainly not doing as much as I can to just avoid it. Like I put a post up today and referenced it because I just need the world to fucking hear what I'm experiencing. And like, you know, I just like, I just need to be witnessed. And, and, yeah. and, and I, I reached out to somebody who knows the person who, who, who has the main account and and he was kind of like my bridge. And like, I was almost like not pleading to him, but be being like, Hey, I'm going to tell I'm going to like state my case to you. Is there any way you could state your case to this dude? And mm-hmm. even like, I, I was, I fucking picked up Delu from school and was like freaking out about it. I was like, Hey Delu, I just have to send a message real quick. I sent a video message to, to homeboy f- from the main account and mm-hmm. just was like, dude, I just want to clear the air. Like I have nothing to do with this. And especially mm-hmm. because shots were taken personally on you. Like yeah. I don't, I can't be repped. And he watched like half the video. It shows like, cause it came in like four videos and he only watched three. And so I'm now like, he was just like, Oh, fuck you. I'm not even going to finish watching this video. I know you fucking did it. I like, and so again, it's just still like, maybe, I mean, just, and that's a maybe, and I know that your mind wants to do that. And that's the safest thing is just to know, like, yeah. that's what our mind's doing is like, Oh, well, I, I know what he did in that moment, but he could have been driving and got pulled over by a cop and had to put down the thing and just forgot about it because he, or there's so many things. Why is it not as important to him as it is to me? (laughs) Obviously. Well, he might've heard all that he needed and maybe that last video is, was that crucial? I don't remember. You probably like crammed in all the important (laughs) stuff in the early part. I'm sure you did. Yeah. It's just, I mean, I'm going to, after we're done with this, I'm driving over to his house and going to like say anything him. I'm going to have this (laughs) box over my head and and just ask him to come out so we can talk about this. Well, Um, okay. So, 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 and I want to look at this from another lens. This is you when you're younger, you're getting picked on. All right. Okay. And you were misunderstood a lot and you've made something of yourself after having that be your origination. You've made something of your life. You've gone out into the world. You've shown your creative talent. You've shown also that where people wrote you off that, that they were wrong. They were wrong about you. And you've built a life that's admirable. And I think it's a life that a lot of people certainly um, aspire to have and their own version of it, I imagine, which would be much better. And now you're coming around to this thing again from your childhood. Mm -hmm. This is the, it's thematic of your childhood and it's coming up to be addressed. And that's, that's the you 
the Neo in the matrix situation and not to go in the simulation thing, but just <laughs> you're the man, you're the Neo of your own story. And it's for you to be able to see through and these bullets that are coming, be able to go have a hand up to them. And that's, what's going on right here is like, you're on a path when, when, especially when you dig into your own spiritual nature <clears throat> and you've been doing that for years with psychedelics and understanding, trying to understand things here and there and be able to riff with people about spiritual things without, you know, sounding too floaty. Mm -hmm. It's all been you easing yourself toward this moment where so much is coming up because you're doing deep investigative work. You're trying to become a good person. And this is the world saying, Hey, this is a thing within you that still needs to be dealt with. And it's not an external thing. It appears as external, but this is a hundred percent an internal job for Darren, you know, to work out the emotion around this and to not have to explain himself anymore and to not, you know, like your truth is your truth period. And that's it. And whether it works in other people's reality or not, that's on them. But your truth is your truth. <laughs> and tough one. I know. And it's, this is a lot of people find themselves in this situation without a microphone in front of them. Yeah. You know? And so we just happen to be meditating and learning more about ourselves and trying to be good humans. And we're doing it at a time right now. This is just happens to fall in line with a time where we're broadcasting. Yeah. You know? And so people are hearing it in real time. And this is what I would tell anybody that I'm sitting in a session with is like, this is your thing to work out. It's coming up externally, which is a mirroring of what's going on within you of this old thing of like, you don't need to explain yourself anymore. You, you just don't, you tell your truth and that is all there is. And outside of that, <clears throat> It's unnecessary. And until you get to a place where you know that this is most likely going to keep finding you. For sure. And I see that, like, I see that, like, well, I wish, like, I get the thing that is upsetting to me most is that this is upsetting, but that, that right. like, I can, I can envision right. some ideal archetype of a, of a man who's like, who would, who would fucking, if he was accused of making a fake fucking me or a meme account, he would be like, that's great. It's yeah. funny that you think I did that. Right. But the fact that it's so, I mean, I've been speaking for 56 minutes about it mm -hmm. and I have therapy tomorrow and I'll probably talk about it for an hour there too. Yeah. Like that's, that's really, that's really upsetting to me. Well, it's, you, look, you're either doing a concerted 56 minutes here and an hour tomorrow, or you're spacing that out over weeks and months, Yeah, that kind of time. Like just because we've gone an hour on this, like doesn't mean that, that you wouldn't have to go that hour in some other place and probably broken up. It's an amazing thing to be able to do this and to go through it in real time in front of a live studio audience, basically <laughs> yeah. like, yeah, you know, and, um, you know, maybe everyone will find themselves in this exact situation of being someone who's successful in a town that they didn't grow up in and having that success come there and, and having people wanting to throw shade on it, yeah. you know, and easily kind of characterize you and pinhole you into a situation. Not everybody's going to have that, but everybody is going to have the version of, the stuff from my childhood, I've tried to run past it. I've tried to avoid it. Everybody that I sit with, man, they're all like, this is all stuff that's been, that goes so deep and it comes back around because inevitably 
And that's why the love is the author thing is my thing is like, that's what's behind it. Mm -hmm. This is the universal loving you. It is also, you know, supporting you with all this oxygen and all the different things that go into making this life an okay one for you to be able to do this investigative work of your soul's purpose. And that's what's going on. And it's not supposed to be easy and I'm not waving a wand or Charlie's not going to wave a wand tomorrow. Mm -hmm. That's his name, right? Yeah. Charlie, yeah. if you have a wand, get it ready. For <laughs> Charge that fucker. Yeah. But, uh, you know, this is, it, it, it says the universe loves you enough to correct you. It loves you enough to, to point this thing out. It, it does not want you to reach that, reach the gate of leaving this world into the next grasping. Why didn't everybody like me? Yeah. And people are still talking shit about me. Yeah. Like that's something for you to be free of in this life, in this situation, if possible. And we can, you know, maybe things die down for a little bit or something like that. And you can move on from this, but guaranteed it will find you again. And it, and it does continue to find you. What's interesting about it though, is that I, I, my estimation of it is that for looking in is that it's incongruent because it's like one little hurl of a piece of shit among 380,000 people who are just like, how do I know more about you? How do I, you know, mm -hmm. you got this one and it's standing out to you. That's a thing that you got to work on to let go of because it'll ruin your life. It has. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and so that's the thing you're getting the front row seat to how big these old feelings of needing to explain yourself and establish yourself among people, how much that will kill you in the installment program. Yeah. You know, just, yeah parceled out over time that I little that parcel <laughs> parceled out <laughs> I, I, I actually use that word and i was like do you know what you're saying yeah parcel is that a word yeah but a part whatever it is yeah parceled parceled yeah. okay good <laughs> parceled you out gotta parcel that <laughs> out baby <laughs> yeah baby. uh so so yeah so that's that's it it's gonna it it'll, it does it and that's what a curmudgeon is uh, that's me <laughs> it's not anymore you don't think so no i don't i think that that's the thing is that you, <laughs> you're in a you're in a uh, this is like the battle of let's just say good and evil for the sake of just uh, shorthand reference yeah. Of, yeah you know this is that those two battles coming up against each other you you growing but then reaching another hurdle or another thing to, to get freer. Yeah. And that's what you're always seeking. You know, I mean, that's what you're seeking in all the psychedelic work that you've done. And, you know, and your work is a, is a relationship between some voice coming through you. That's like, wow, that's pretty good. Mm -hmm. That came through me, you know, yeah. and that happens to you over and over again. Yeah. And so this is definitely a thing that you're going to be better for. And you can't avoid it. And it's here right on time while you're looking in your mind every day, you know, and big mind says truth is truth. Big mind says there's no need to fabricate or contrive anything in life. Truth is truth. It will be found out one way or another. Mm -hmm. And, uh, you know, whether or not they figure out who the person with 12 followers is in the 
meme account created for the meme account. I mean, do you see like, like when I say it like this? Yes, of course I do. <laughs> of course I do. And I'm like, not saying like, Hey, come on. It's ridiculous, no, 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 man. No. But I, I'm saying, I understand it. Yeah. And, and again, that comes back to, 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 to the level of frustration that I feel around it. Cause it's like, dude, really? Like um, this is upsetting you. And so that worries me for when big things are going to happen, like that will be crushing where something as petty as this is this upsetting. It's upsetting. It's, yeah. it's worry. It's worrisome to me. And I, and I, and I do, and I do trust and I believe that all of this is like coming up at the right, right time when it's supposed to. And also the, like the local level of it, like that it right. has been so anonymous and so like separate and it's been still a challenge and still the universe saying like, Hey man, check on this. Like here, we're going to like, what, however it works, are going to say like, we're going to make this person say something shitty and see how it makes Darren react. Right. And then to bring it locally is a whole nother level where I'm like, yeah, I, I, I see it as a test. They're accomplishing also they're accomplishing what they're setting out to do, which is reaching you, reaching into that one area where it'll turn you upside down. And that's the whole idea behind trolling and behind some of these accounts is like to fuck with somebody. Why? Why? Because it makes them feel good about themselves because that's their programming period. And not because they're bad people. It's because they're fucking programming. It's like, they're the ones who are, they're the you that didn't make it. Mm. That's it. That's really it. I didn't say that. (laughs) (laughs) Right. (laughs) Well, and I'm, and I, you know me, I mean, I, I'm, I'm saying this genre of person and not the specific people also, because yeah. I don't, I really don't know the specific people, well, but I know that, people. But, but that's again, that, that leaves us, that leaves us to make broad assumptions, which is unfortunate because then it's a us versus them such situation. And I don't know like what the plan is to have, like, let's get a town hall meeting where we get the memers and we get the artists and we get the trolls and we get them all together. And we find out that we're actually all the same people instead of like us, us having to do the same thing that they're doing to us, where we have to make broad, I have to make a broad assumption about you because you make fun of everybody in town that leads me to believe that X, Y, Z. And I, and you have to make fun a broad assumption about me because I'm a success and I can't, I'm not from Ohio. And but so like, all these things are to these broad assumptions that are not true or fair. All these things are not in front of you. You're doing things and you're going out of your way. Yeah. It's your Instagram account, which you could write off. Yeah. You didn't have to turn around and you're seeking it. Well, I mean, do you're you seeking see, the do you see that, that turnaround as something that I, that you don't think I should have done that? The turnaround and go, I, I understand why you did it. Yeah. Certainly. And because I want to be seen and heard and understood, right? Like, yeah. 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 I understand yeah. that. And you don't but, want, but the ideal would have been, oh, there's that guy and just drive by him. I think and the ideal for you picking up my child at school because I had to go out of my way to, to fucking confront this dude. Yes. That. And we've talked about a bunch, like the one conversation's not going to fucking change people. Yeah. It's not going to do it. And you want to do that and you want to have that kind of effect on people. But and don't we all, but it's more about a consistent effort put into life. It's just, you consistently stay genuine with your deal. You don't go out of your way to, to seek if somebody comes into your space and says, Hey, blah, 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 blah. Like, which is what this feels like on social media, but it's not. It's, well, I know. And that's the thing. Like, again, maybe the universe was like, put, put Darren in the timeline where his space is actually like a huge open door that everybody in the world can walk right. through. Let's test him to that degree. Cause that's really what it feels like. Like it feels like something was like, Hey, let this dude rise to a level where he's susceptible to everyone's critique yeah. and we got need to get him to a point where, and I remember well, yeah. I said the first time we met when we sat on the bench and I, we brought up the whole comments thing and you were like, we're going to get you to a point where that shit doesn't bother you. Yeah. Cause I was talking about like what my reaction 
to it was or how I was going to like risk, like, here's the thing I'd like yeah. to say, here's the like, right. perfect fucking right. com- comeback or whatever. Yep. Yep. And then you saying, you know, like, let's get to the point where it doesn't, ma- it doesn't matter. And I think, I think that's the, it. That's what it feels, feels like. Yeah. And I think your thing is genuine in wanting to not have conflict in the world. Yes. But you go about it in an ingenuine perhaps universally kind of ingenuine thing of like killing it with kindness is the exact flip nature of, of uh, having the right insult to hurl back. Mm -hmm. It's the exact same thing, but done in a kind way. And it might have the same feel. Yeah. It might have the same feel. And, and you know, it's like, Oh yeah, you're being nice now, but like, you know, we're not going to change the person period. We're just not going to change them in one conversation and one interaction like this, but you being yourself walking through this town, being good to people, being good to yourself will have an incremental, like people won't be able to fucking pin you down because they won't have any stories about you being an asshole in these ways. It won't have anything else other than what, that's not what I see. Yeah. Right. Right. That's the only way to do it. Yeah. I think, you know, and no, you're absolutely right. It's not the sexy version where it just gets resolved. Yeah. Yeah. I want that Dolly Parton score. I want (laughs) to be up there where no one's got anything slightly bad to say about me. Coming back to Dolly Parton. Yeah. It's like, she is really amazing. And it's funny because Beyonce kind of is on the same level. Yeah. Like she is this, like, I, I really don't know anyone who doesn't like both of those people. Right. When I think about it. And even if you're not into Dolly Parton, like I'm not bumping Dolly Parton, but I, I know how badass of a songwriter she is. Mm-hmm. I look at her and I have, I, I, my mind wants to judge and go like, I don't want you to have to look this way or think that you still need to look this way and all that stuff. But it's like, what the fuck do I know? Who cares? Yeah. yeah it's sure. not my life. And she's amazing. And, you know, and, and Beyonce, you know, it's, it's once again, it's, it's, uh, I mean, I think some of that is racism and like the not them not being at the same level, but, uh, but everyone I talk to loves Beyonce <laughs> and I fucking, I, I seriously, I listened to, I don't know if you heard the song, uh, <clears throat> bigger, I think it's called. Um, it's the first song on the, the line the Lion King soundtrack. Okay. It is fucking amazing. Yeah. Like if you want to feel good and, and, and be a part of that, I'm a tiny speck in the universe that contains everything. Listen to that song. First song on the Lion King, most recent thing, the lyrics, like I listened to it and I was driving and I just started to cry with the kids in the car. And I was like, they're like, why are you crying dad? I said, cause this song has the truth. This is it. (laughs) This is really it. And I, I encourage you to listen to it. I encourage you well, to listen to it. sounds like that's my prescription for the day is <laughs> yeah. to get through the rest of the day. Oh, yeah. There he goes, driving his fucking new truck, listening <laughs> to Beyonce. <laughs> so loud. And yes, that's true. And I earned this and I'm going to live in this and I'm still, and I'm a kind person. And, and your idea of me, if you give me an opportunity, will be proved wrong with my consistency is the way that I want you to be is that that's what I would wish for you is to be as I I know you to be, I wouldn't be this involved with somebody who I didn't see just immense beauty that doesn't need selling. You don't need to sell it to anyone ever. Like you just being you and being open and the art that you make is one facet of it, but you existing in this world, it's like your art is who you are. And so you can rely on that. And I know that we haven't had like mentoring around that. 
This is now a plug for my mentoring services. Please, please. Yeah, <laughs> no. the world fucking needs it, man. Yeah. No. Um, no, and I just did a post today. But once again, this is a time capsule. Um, so it may not be, but uh, but we don't have mentoring around that. And so it does not surprise me how we get into these things. But also, like, if I, if I could have been your friend all these years and been this person, I, this is what I would have been guiding you towards at least. And be like, Hey man, you don't need to do anything. All right. You brought in like, like Lacey and Jamie wanted you to live next door. Mm -hmm. You know, like we want you around. We, we, we benefit from you immensely and have from the beginning. And I, I haven't ever felt like I was being bought. I felt like I was being like, recognized for who I am as much as I recognize you for who you are. And this is all that's real, man. This is all that's real. Yeah. That we're, what we're talking about right now, everything else is just contrived bullshit. It's all just ideas that are based in a lifetime of experience for others. And I can't erase that, but I can be consistent. And, and so can you, and you can take refuge in that. It's the only thing you can take refuge in really in this world. You having a good conversation is not refuge with somebody like you having yeah. a, but you being this, you being somebody that, it, it, Hey, I know who I am. And one of the things I live by is like, um, nobody can fuck with the truth, <laughs> you know? I yeah. mean, people can try and certainly the truth has not always one invisible quantity, mm -hmm. but nobody can fuck with who I know that I am, who I know that I've been. And so whenever people do or attempt to, I just give it time and consistency with just continuing to be me and it all works out. And, and How's I, that think, working out for you? <laughs> I think that's <laughs> part of the pure motivation thing is that what the Tibetans say about it is like a seed that is virtuous and is only virtuous will create virtuous fruit and non-poisonous fruit. But if it has a little bit of preference in there, mm -hmm. then it's going to have mixed results. Yeah. It's going to grow fruit. That's some of it is good. Some of it is uh, iffy. Like, and that's the thing is like every action that we take, if we put our full, if we're honest with ourselves about why we're doing it, uh, we can expect that it's going to find its way into the fruition of the action, the, the, you know, and, and in that case, you know, that's the thing that they say is what bodhicitta is, which is like the awakened heart mind is like the only lasting thing of karma is in having pure motivation and giving away everything. Yeah. And that's the only way that you hold on to it. That's the only lasting change in the world and lasting benefit is things that are done with pure motivation. <laughs> They, they, they make lasting fruit. It's everything else is impermanent. They say, except for that, except for the benefit of, uh, of you being pure. With well, la dee da. <laughs> for la dee da. Tibetans. Um, yeah, know, man. I don't know. It's good, man. It's good. I just like, yeah, it's this, 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 this need, this like to take action, to like, right. to, to go, to, to go somewhere and to like, to, to get, go to someone's house or to say the thing. And like, yeah, I mean, it's, it feels like kind of, sometimes it feels like constipation to me to just not like act on that. Like the moment I found out that, that I was 
accused of this meme thing, I was like, I needed to tell everybody, anybody who had right. a slightest bit of connection to like, let them know, like, how don't you, don't you see how crazy this is? And like, right. just get some and, and no, like, you know, most people who are like, oh yeah, that's, that's crazy. But no one like obviously meets it with the same energy and fraud where they're like, what, you know, like, right. that's like seeking that is certainly like, I'm, I'm seeing that like there's a definite deficit in myself where I'm like, I need you to react just as yeah. aggressively as I am in this situation. And this, it's just not that for anybody else. You can act and you will act. And your action is when you finish this, you do what you had to do today. You try and be kind to people. You take moments to slow down you have a conscious life yeah and that's the way to take action you think globally you act locally you 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 see the butterfly effect in everything that you come into touch with you know is that like where's this going from here yeah you know and keeping that in mind all throughout the day like this is a sting and we need these where it's like the sting of yeah maybe it'd be too easy to just say the sting of ego i think this is really like you came in here in this in this world to work this out like this is your thing and maybe it's just based in your childhood pure, mm-hmm. purely maybe it didn't predate that and we don't have to go mystical on it hardcore mystical <laughs> maybe it's just that but we're here to grow we're not here to we're here to evolve consciousness we're here to evolve humanity you know and we are doing that you're doing it in raising delu you and v and i'm doing it with my children and doing it with my clients and doing it you know that's the way that we evolve this thing is we don't get hung up and we we don't build worlds around constructs that are in the past, you know, like we, so don't think that you need to, that the action is as direct as confronting the people who are accusing you. The real action is just you being you throughout your day and remaining conscious and thinking about how your, your, your interactions can bring different results. Be the meme you want to see in the world. (laughs) (laughs) One of the most important things about and I don't know if I've said this on here, but I've, I've said it recently, but one of the most important things I learned about my divorce was that I could devastate somebody mm-hmm. and be a refuge for other people at the same time. Like I could decimate someone's heart and their idea of going long term with me. Like I can hurt somebody. I have the potential to hurt somebody on that level. And, and then, you know, having kids with this person, with my ex, like, you know, navigate that whole scenario while knowing how much I've hurt somebody just being out of the marriage that for me wasn't working, Mm -hmm. you know, and seeing a bigger picture. And I have all my reasons why I did it, but also I just saw that I have the potential to hurt somebody while many are benefiting from my services and who I am in life. I can also hurt somebody. Yeah. That's a wild thing to to be (laughs) doing that concurrently. Yeah. yeah. And I, and I was like a spiritual director of a center and doing sweat lodges and all the shit while, and, and seeing 15 clients a week yeah. while I'm navigating a divorce. And you know how I did it? I fucking was real about what was going on with me because it's, it transcends individualistic um, ideas of who we are. There's a bigger themes in all of this that like, that can get represented. <laughs> 
by us being authentic in the moment. Mm-hmm. It, the people don't need to see the intricate details of this particular situation as much as they can go, Hey, you know what? I was misinterpreted. Somebody th- thinks that I am something that I'm not. It hurts me to think about that. And so my, my remedy to it is remaining consistent with my effort and, and remaining conscious through this life. Oof, we could have saved ourselves a podcast if I had just summed it up at the beginning of that and moved on to another fucking topic. <laughs> this is so important, man. Once again, you're allowing yourself to be somebody who's caught up in something and you're allowing yourself to have everybody at home see that and watch you work through something that they may not have in the specificity of the situation that it is in your life. But we all face at one point is these bigger themes of like the idea of me that I had from childhood is no longer serving. Yeah. It's no longer serving me and is no longer serving my surroundings. Mm-hmm. And so I have to get free of this and it's an inside job and there's absolutely nothing you can do as much as driving over to his house after this as like, I, I, I think that that's a, an honorable thing to do. I wish it well. And however you are, going into that is really what's going to do it. It's an internal thing. So whatever the external thing is, it's that person may not be karmically ripe to hear everything. They, yeah, they may sure. need time, but this is uh, something. Well, it definitely that, comes back to that like idea of, of my trepidation around reaching out to my brother is that I want, I want to be heard. I want right. to say something. I want to right. express something that I'm feeling. And I also need to be prepared for the fact that he may not be ready for that. And that's where I think that's my kind of my greatest lesson is just like, like you said, kind of being consistent, feeling confident. I said my piece, mm-hmm. I spoke my truth right? and I'm walking away and not being like, uh, like I said to that dude yesterday, I, I, you can't drive away until I, until you convince <laughs> me that, yeah. that you don't, that you believe And same thing when I spilled the wine on the guy, like right. yeah, you can't leave this lodge until you tell me that it's okay that I spilled that wine, that it's fine. You know, like, so yeah, it's a, it's a yeah. Desperation. Yeah. It's something that's like, it's, uh, I'm reaching out for someone else to give me the thing that I should just have myself. Completely. Yeah. And we all, none of us, like none of us look at, um, internally. It's like the last place we ever look is yeah, inside ourselves for, for sure. our freedom. Period. We, you know, the Tao, the Tao is near and we seek it far away is, mm-hmm. is a, is a quote I heard. And I think that that's so true. And, um, you know, there's this story of this, I don't know if I've ever said this one, but like the story of this beggar who was like sitting on a old dilapidated box mm-hmm. and, uh, and he's been sitting on this box for like 20 years, always just looking for handouts. And one day somebody comes by and says like, Hey, what's in the box? And the guy's like, Oh, this is just an old box. It was here before I got here. You know, I've been sitting on this for 20 years. And he's like, you never looked inside. And guy's like, no. And so the guy left some change and left and the beggar opened up the box and it was gold bricks. Mm-hmm. You've been sitting on gold bricks asking for handouts from the universe, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you know, and that's all of us. Yeah. That's the story in this is like the gold bricks well, are I'm here. I'm going to check under this couch real quick. <laughs> <laughs> But that one helps me all the time. And, and, you know, 
And it's so fucking sexy to think that the issue is outside, man. It is oh, so like, sure. it is just like, well, cause it's an achievable. You can, I can pull over the car and talk to a person instead of pulling over the car and meditating. Right. And like being like, yeah, right. it's all right here. Yeah. But like, but no, I want to bring results. Out. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Going to talk to him is going to be the yeah. fastest way. And it's like, no, your state of consciousness. And here's the thing. And this is, we're going to jump in the mystical cause that's my jam. <laughs> it's about time. This is an hour and 20 minutes of cynical here. <laughs> Um, so I think that everything that goes on in us has the ability to free everything up that's on the external. So I know that's kind of what I've been saying, but like, there's this, what I've seen happen is the thing with the, whoever the brother is in my life. Mm -hmm. If I work on that internally without actually sitting down and having a conversation, if I reach a resolve within me, it frees up the person too. And I've seen it happen so many times that that's just my reality. Yeah. So like that's what I can count on now is like not having the perfect conversation, not having all the circumstances work themselves out on the external, but like me doing this internal work, not even fucking talking to the people. And if I get free on the inside, it seems to just, I'm the, I'm the thing that all these things are tethered to. Right. Right. So I just break the, the tether by, by creating some sort of resolve and, and it's deep and a lot of tears are involved because we were hurt and we're being hurt again. And now it doesn't make sense. It makes less sense now to be hurt as much as we were then because we didn't have shit to show for our lives back then. Right. And now you got all this stuff and, and people want to listen and we got 25,000 listens now on this podcast. And it's like, it doesn't make sense that it's in here. Yeah. It's here because it's lying dormant. And it's like, it's also coming up to the surface because it's ready to be released. And, and whenever these things happen, they're just not happening by accident. It's like, no, this is the thing you're looking for freedom. You're looking at meditation. You're looking at reading the right things. You're doing all these things. Now it's time to face this thing let this go and watch it all dissolve as you work it out within you. Sounds good. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, I think it's, it sounds like um, I'm, I'm trying, I'm, I'm wondering what the energy is going to be once I, you know, stop this podcast and we both leave and we go about our day where I feel like I'm, there's a level of, of lying to myself where I'm like, no, 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 I'm good. Like, yeah, that felt better. I got all that out. And then there's just that kind of contentious nature of, of the cool guy and the, the maniac where the maniac's like, no, 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 let's keep fucking worrying about this. And so, yeah, I guess that's still just kind of pulling into like having the awareness around like there's a part of me that feels fine, that feels secure, that knows I still have a beautiful life. And then there's the parts like, no, man, let's come on, let's keep. Yeah. No, don't let this die. Like, let this keep going. Well, and, and the one thing I know about you for certain is that, and there's plenty actually, (laughs) but one thing that I can say resoundingly is that notions get presented to you and you assimilate them Mm. and I'll see you Friday or whatever. And change is already occurring because you're hearing this podcast or you're hearing our conversations in private. You're hearing the content in your mind as you reach, do the thing that you've always done and you, you catch yourself. Yeah. And that's what I've seen consistently with you is like it, 
when when ideas get presented, you don't just like, you don't need constant reminding. Mm-hmm. They're circling around and now you've been given, oh, there's more. It's almost like the thing in meditation where it's like, hey, listen, without objectifying the sounds like, oh, we can do that. Like, it's the same thing like here. Oh, I can not do something about this thing. Right. I can not engage when it feels like um, my my life is being threatened when really it's just my ego is being threatened. Yeah which feels like you're being suffocated, yeah. you know, you just work with things really quick. And so I, I really don't see this as a long-term situation for you because of your, your proclivity to spiritual growth. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we'll see. On so you Friday, got that going for you. <laughs> <laughs> I just want to, I just want to take a moment to just um, clear the air a little bit of all this energy. I'm going to sage the room. Hold on one sec. <laughs> better so much better (laughs) well thank you so much for listening i feel like that i mean obviously i don't feel guilty speaking about all this because it's our podcast and i can do whatever we want no um i want to thank you you said i can do whatever we want (laughs) (laughs) i know i did and it was a slip of the tongue but i can do whatever we want (laughs) (laughs) so funny um yeah so thanks for being here and i hope that um like you said i hope people get some kind of something out of this and not just um yeah i just get so like concerned oh no like this dude's such a fucking baby get over it no 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 people feel they they relate to him more and and send thoughts and prayers to me please (laughs) well and the one thing also that people admire even if like i was saying like the situation's different is like this motherfucker is talking about (laughs) this stuff he's like showing like how he gets hurt and he's like he's telling quite possibly the audience within some of the people who are in the audience who hurt you. Yeah. You're telling all this stuff and you're bearing your soul. And, you know, I think that even if people don't relate to the specifics of it, they relate to, or they're inspired by how vulnerable you are and how vulnerable we can be together. Oh Lord, please don't let me be misunderstood. <laughs> oh, there's a crazy story about that. Yeah. You got, you got, you got three minutes to tell it. If you want to tell it. Well, I think that's Eric Burden. I think it's a, is it a cup? Did Nina cover it? Yeah. It's a cover. Um, well, no, I mean, Eric Burden and the animals. Well, I think I was singing Nina Simone. Oh, you were. Oh yeah. yeah. Okay. Oh, I don't know who wrote that. I don't know if it was her or she was <laughs> covering. Crazy story. She does covers too. So yeah, love that. Love that though. But um, I was uh, 20 years ago. I was, I went to Eric Burden, who's like the singer of the animals, you know, you I'm know, so glad you got, don't go down New Orleans. got a chance so in this so episode right at the end to talk, talk about some, <laughs> some connection to a famous person. God, <laughs> well, God forbid no. we went one episode. <laughs> well, you sang the song. I swear to God, it's like it's written a different by song, the song. But... Yeah. <laughs> Is it? No, it's the same song. No, Not it's... that song. Okay. I, no, but the guy who's, t- t- oh, whatever. <laughs> I have stories. <laughs> yeah. No, I don't need to tell it actually. Okay. Let's yeah. save it for another one. Yeah. Sounds good. Um, save it for Friday show. Mm. Um, Mysticalcynical.com. No. Yeah. Mysticalcynical.com. Right. Holy shit. Yeah. Right. I, I put it up. It's, it's, uh, we did that photo shoot and there's like a bunch of pictures that will be kind of slowly doling out, but I created mysticalcynical.com. It's essentially just a landing page for our Patreon. And there's a, there's a podcast player. I didn't even show you that yet, Jamie, but oh, sweet. like where all the podcasts are, are in 
one place. Um, it's pretty, go look at it if you want. Um, and then patreon.com slash mystical cynical is how you can support the show. Um, thank you so much for everybody. Uh, we're in just probably by the end of the day or in a couple of days, all the pledges rewards will be sent out to everybody. Yes. Yeah, Again, if you're week. listening to this in 2025, you'll have no <laughs> idea what we're talking about. Um, but yeah, thank you so much for everybody's support. It means just the, it's the best to know that I get in this place where I worry that people think I'm not whatever shitty or just all these insecure feelings. And then to get on here and, and talk for all intents and purposes to thousands of people who are like, yeah, Darren, you're great. We love you. And that I need that. And so, yeah, mm-hmm. thank you for, for that love and energy and that support. And just the fact that you come back every week and listen to us talk is, is so meaningful. It's a family, family of MCs and we're the DJ. Misty Sinnies. <laughs> <laughs> Alrighty. I love you, dude. Love you too. Have a good week, everyone. Bye.